When's the last time you had a Sierra Mist? Bro, like probably sixth grade. How does it feel to never be able to buy a Sierra Mist ever again? I give zero fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not as upset about the whole green Skittle thing that we talked about however many months ago by Pepsi getting rid of Sierra Mist and replacing it with Starry? Oh, they replaced it. So that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with replacing it, but like I didn't drink it anyways. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I really care about Sierra Mist. But like <laughs> Sierra Mist exists like and now it's existed. Non- it, it existed. Yeah. yeah. So like. Sierra Mist was created in like the late 90s to compete with Sprite. And they just discontinued Sierra Mist to release another soda to try and compete with Sprite. Yeah, it never worked. And also the funniest thing in the world, uh, I found out a fun fact that everyone at home should listen to. You know how McDonald's, like their Sprite and everything hits different? Yeah, they put a little bit less syrup in the thing. No. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. No, shut up and listen because like it's the funniest thing. You won't think of it. McDonald's gets their syrup in metal tins shipped in rather than getting it from false. Are you serious? So many responses to that. Damn it. Damn it. Of McDonald's employee, of former McDonald's employees who are like, of course it's bags. Of course it's it's still, it still comes in bags. No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's that the syrup concentration that goes into the drink is slightly altered, bro. But not like that would make sense though. Why it hits slightly different. Like both of that, them would make sense that it hits slightly different. Yeah, but the fact that McDonald's and Coke have a collaboration I forever, mean, duh. and like Coke's biggest distributor is McDonald's. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, the f- dude, McDonald's yeah. Sprite literally tastes like a lightning storm raging over an erupting <laughs> volcano. <laughs> tell me yeah, i'm wait. wrong do you know like the couple people who started putting like ice cream and like their sprites and shit for a little bit a sprite float yeah bro people started doing that they would get like the soft serve oh my god that sounds incredible yeah i, I shouldn't go give McDonald's you these tomorrow. ideas I'd i'm going to mcdonald's sh- tomorrow I'm, I'm i'm getting that tomorrow yeah i'm not giving you ideas anymore Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing, Carl? Doing good as always. Finger guns, finger guns. Don't listen to Brian. He's going to say some bullshit about how, like, he never sees the finger guns, but, like, he doesn't look anyway, so screw it. One, I do look, and two, I was just going to comment that instead of doing your normal finger guns, you did the I did kill sideways, yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely feared for my life through the camera. And <laughs> about that blasphemy that I'm never looking at you, I have you and me in the top left of my main monitor. I have our set in the bottom left. I have transfer market on the second half. I have topics that we're talking about on the left monitor, and I have OBS on the right monitor. So, bro, come I at just me. I just flashbang myself when I need to see transfer market. Like, that's it, dude. Chad was saying that he was flashbanging himself all the time last week i'm i'm taking it i'm taking it like i i so what? started so what? hearing people you're, hear it you're, like, you're taking flashbang from him we're we're taking um where i've already taken get soccered like I, I started hearing um other influencers like online like uh i was watching like some youtube video and they were like bro i keep on getting flashbang by this I, they were playing elden ring and they kept on walking through like a specific part and they're like I swear to God, if I get flashbanged by this light one more fucking time. <laughs> Are you telling me that Requise has made his way out of COD and into other games? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you how, don't know, how the fuck did you know that? What? What? How'd you know that was FaZe Jeff? 
because it's one of the most iconic quotes in the history of gaming. I know, but how did no? Oh wait, are you talking about the the clip that you saw was from Phase? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why I'm like, why are you talking about Requies? Like, bro, that's Face Jeff anyways. Like, that's the same person. All right, I'm dead on that. But if you don't know about the Requies quote, just go on YouTube and look up Phase Jeff Requies. It's one of the funniest gaming clips potentially ever. I will not say the quote because I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get canceled. But we're, we're just going to jump right into it. So... This gets said in English football all the time, but truly, wholeheartedly, there is nothing like the FA Cup at all, under any circumstances. Like, come at me if you want to, whatever. But if you want to, whatever you can say, if you want to like disagree or something, but like, no, I genuinely agree with Brian in this case. I can't disagree with what he's saying because it's just all over the place in this fa cup and it's beautiful to watch uh brighton gets to smack liverpool i hate you you should have seen that coming like i did see it coming but you didn't need to bring it up yeah um man city eliminated arsenal yep which was interesting but it's man city they're a very dominant side yeah man you of course, got that dub. You played Congrats. Reading. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't say the other side. I just wanted to say we got a dub. You played Reading. Bro, West Ham got a dub, though, so, like, whatever. Fair. But let's, let's skip all the fluff and let's get into the real reason why we're talking about this. <laughs> America's darling. The favorite team of... A lot of us, well, not a lot of us who don't follow footy because we follow footy, but the two of us, but a, the favorite team of a lot of Americans who don't follow footy just showed us why we love the FA Cup. Wrexham AFC, fifth tier of the yep. football pyramid, hosts Sheffield United and has a excellent Showing of a 3-3 draw. And you know what the best part about that was? Ryan Reynolds got interviewed after that match. And (laughs) he was talking about, this is what the FA Cup is all about. This is what football is all about. We believe that we can do this. This is an epic run. And I just... He has been an excellent owner for that club. Yeah. Absolutely excellent owner. And I love Shit, everything. The publicity that he's brought to the club alone yep. has just been yep. mind-boggling. Yep. I mean, the publicity, the money, the not even the money, the improvement. They were near the bottom of the table in their division when he and Rob McElhinney purchased the club. And they're probably going to get promoted. They're going to go to the got fourth Ted tier. Lasso as an owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're killing it. They're absolutely killing it. And I would love for when this FA Cup replay gets played in early February, yeah. which is crazy enough. Um like tomorrow. Next week. Next week. <laughs> um literally like next week. I would love for them to beat Sheffield. It would be an unbelievable story. Yeah. Ryan, we're rooting for you. Please. That we're be... rooting for you too, Rob McElhenney, but Ryan, we're rooting for you. I'm I'm rooting for Ryan. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, like there's really nothing like the FA Cup, especially for these lower league players to have the opportunity to share the field or to share the pitch. That was so American to say field um, with these higher leagued players. Like, could you imagine that just like being a fifth tier player? Like maybe you have another job. And- yeah. And then you're randomly playing against like this Lester side or something. And you get to like play against 
some of the best in the world, even though Leicester's one of the lesser teams in the Prem right now, and we were talking about that um, last week, it it would still be amazing to play against, like, a Vardy or someone. Yeah. So, I love the FA Cup. I'm going to pay more attention to it as it's... Wow, that was not, not good English. I'm going to pay more attention <laughs> to it as it's going on. I stumbled over my words, Carl. I... Ooh, I ooh, uh, uh... <laughs> There we go. All right. That. So I, despite the FA Cup being as exciting as it is, this day, on? this day, this day has been more exciting than the entire before, tournament. So before just we because get into, I don't understand it either. Before we get it, because we got a little bit to go before we truly get into this day. But but we'll talk about the top spender. Yes. So. I, I texted today. I texted Val about. Um, oh, no, it was about the Enzo deal. It was while I was at the gym. Um, yeah. uh, Enzo Fernandez is going to Chelsea. Official. Absolutely nuts. Here we go from Fabrizio Romano. I didn't think this one was going to happen. Benfica have been so reluctant to sell, but it was weird seeing how reluctant they were to sell. When, like, we all know that Enzo has a release clause. And it's not, like, a massive one in terms of the scheme of things. Yes, it is. It's 120 million euros. Bro, that's not massive in terms of the scheme of things. Like, yes, it's massive, but, tell like, me bro. A pl- tell, me, tell me a player outside of La Liga that has a release clause like that. Because as we know, La Liga has the, you have I, to I have would, a release clause in your contract. Yeah, I was just going to throw the La Liga because Those La don't Liga. count. Those yeah, don't count. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, genuinely, it is a massive release clause. Don't get me wrong. I definitely understand why they put a price tag like that on him. But the fact that he's so young and a World Cup winner. And that's why such, he, ha- I mean, they didn't know. That's why they World paid the price. Yeah. That's why, like, they put the release clause beforehand because they knew that he was a talent like that. He really was able to show it with that Argentinian side. And what else can you say? Like, he's not entirely deserving at this moment of that price, but with what he showed throughout that tournament. Yes, he is, and here's why. Okay. He played excellent in the World Cup. He's been an integral part in Benfica's season and in their Champions League performance. I 100% agree with that. He just signed with Benfica. So he has oh, a long I, contract. I didn't with them. know that. I they didn't just know that. got him this summer. Okay, so then that changes things. And he's 21 years old. All of those factors, even with his market value uh, being well, whatever, he was 21 years old, like what, like a month ago? Yeah, exactly. Like, same bullshit. Shut the fuck up, Carl. Um, <laughs> with his market value being $55 million, I understand why they valued him at 120 at, Yes. Because of what is to come, not what yeah, he exactly. is now. That, that's what I was saying. Because, like, your current, like, what you were saying earlier, his current value is 50 mil for a reason. Like, yeah, like, there are certain off games for him. But with his price tag being that big... He is going to fill those shoes. I don't think he's going to be like a McGuire or something. He has shown it on the biggest stage already. Yep. Why wouldn't he be able to do it in a Premier League game where, yep. guess what? He's getting a dominant spot in that midfield as well. Yep. Like, we'll we'll speak a bit more about Chelsea and their signings and one or as two we departures. get to our, our full market update. Exactly, um, but. But th- this is Crazy. more about talking about Chelsea's spending. Yes, the Enzo deal was part of that. But Carl, without typing anything and Googling anything, give me your estimate of how much money in pounds Chelsea mil. has spent this January. 450 mil. Less. Slightly less, not drastically. Pretty drastically. It's like 40 mil less. It's like no, 410. More, more, more than that. 420? Way less. 323 million pounds. 
I thought they had. Oh no, because they have the departures as well. No, no, that's just the spending. That's just the spending. Yeah, I saw another thing that said they spent like three hundred and twenty-three, and then they just bought Enzo. So I am looking. Yeah, it may have just been a wrong stat overall. Nah, this is from like February first. Yeah, no, no, for for mine. Like it yeah. may have just been a wrong stat, but they they were saying Chelsea's spending this uh January was close to three hundred it may have just been million like so it's four hundred it's four hundred million US dollars, three hundred and ninety seven. That's what it was then. Then it was transfer but, market US posting. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah, the fact that you're spending like in, in, in fucking January. In January, that's not over like the entire transfer window because they spent more. They spent in more the in the summer. They've spent yeah. like six hundred something million in the last year. They have literally spent more than like a lot of clubs combined. They've spent more than all of the other top five leagues combined in January. Well, in January, yes, I agree with that. And they've yeah, probably throughout the the last two windows, they've probably spent more I'm individually thinking. than all the other top five leagues combined. I said probably. I I'm know. not. I'm not. I'm not pulling up the numbers. I'm gonna say no, just because of Forest, PSG, and a few others. And you have to include the one or two La Liga signings in there, where it's like, all right. So I'm just gonna that. I'm just gonna say that if you say all of the top five leagues combined, and you include the Premier League, you have to include Chelsea in that. So, I mean, I would gonna say then the rest of the four top five leagues. So not the Prem. Not the Prem. I mean, they've spent more than probably the rest of the teams in the Premier League combined. Yes, that is true. And they've I I agree with them spending more than the other top 4 leagues as well, just because those combined like Real hasn't made crazy signings. Like yeah. they made like one or two, same with Barca. I mean, Real then, locked down Endrick. Yeah, exactly. But like that that's pretty much it. Like yeah. they they really aren't making like too many signings. They're making good signings, they aren't making too many of them. Barcelona's starting to make more signings, but like even in terms of pricing, PSG is the biggest spender right now in terms of world football besides Chelsea, and they aren't even close to what Chelsea's spending right now. I don't think they are. Bro, with the I think over the past two windows with like everything hit me. They Name have the not. players. Name the players. Because it wasn't Nuno Mendes, or was that the window before? I thought Nuno Mendes, Hakimi. Nuno Mendes played for them. Nuno Mendes played for them last year. On loan, and so I think they bought him out. They got Nuno Mendes. Nuno Mendes has been there for like over a year and a half. Um, he originally was on loan though. I just didn't know if he was bought out this yeah. window or the last. They ended up doing the Hakimi thing. Um, I don't think Hakimi was that expensive. Hakimi was. Hakimi was like 60. Or I mean, was that's it? a lot. It, it's a lot for a right back, is what I'm, I'm just, saying. I'm just telling you that I'm not sure if that's accurate, but I might be wrong. Here, let me double check. Okay. Um, top spending clubs. I think it's United. United is the recent one. But I don't know if this... I guess it is. I think it's United. I guess I'm confusing the PSG spending window that they had. I mean, so they bought they bought Hakimi not last summer, the summer before. Yeah, they did that when they got messy and everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, yeah, I that, was thinking that's not the last two too. windows. 
Yeah, you're yeah, thinking no. way too far back. I see. I see what you uh, mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm thinking four windows ago, but that's the side that's like sort of reminding me of the way that this Chelsea side is spending currently. That PSG, like, just like, oh yeah, we have all the money in the world, and like but even Chelsea that PSG in- window, a lot of those signings were free. Yeah, and like a lot of those made sense. Like, but that's not spending a lot of money. It was spending a lot of money. Like, like it ended up paying off. But they spent I mean, I'm a lot talking, of money. I'm talking in about order. in terms of in terms of transfer fees, and in that window, they got Wijnaldum for free. Yeah, they actually Messi got for steals. free. Okay, they I get got, what you mean. They got Donnarumma for free. They got Ramos for free. They got yeah. Mendez for like thirty five, and they maybe got Hakimi for sixty. Yeah, I mean the thirty five and the sixty together are like what Liverpool played paid for Darwin Nunez. Yeah, Premier League sides do have that premium. Yeah. But, like, no, that that's what it, I always confuse because that PSG <clears throat> transfer window reminds me, of like, like I've said doing. a few times, yeah, of what Chelsea's doing currently. It's just that PSG were actually able to do it with, like, no money compared to Chelsea's damn near, like, four, over $400 million. Yeah. Which is nuts. You want to move on a little bit? Yeah, Chelsea just, like, they're just spending still. Like, we don't know what they're doing. I want that kind of money. But we're going to move on a little. So, Carl's second favorite club, Bayern Munich, has been slumping rather hard by Bayern standards since the Bundesliga restart. Yeah. They... They had a rather large lead on top of the table, and their last three matches have been draws. Union Berlin is a point behind, but they have a game in hand over Union Berlin. Leipzig is three point or two points behind. So if Bayern draw their next game and Leipzig win, they're even. Yeah, Werner's been on a tear. That Leipzig side has been playing. Very dominant football. Uh, Dortmund's coming out with wins here and there, so they're climbing the table as well. They're going to be in that threat with uh, Bellingham and Adeyemi. Um, It's just crazy what Bayern sort of have seemed to lose in the loss of uh, Sané right now. Like, without Sané, without Neuer, or Mane. What, What am I saying? Sané, Mane. Without Mane and Neuer, that's where they're really finding the issues. Um, they don't it's really still, have a problem. It's still so weird and upsetting for me to hear Mane on a different team. On Bayern. I'm I miss still that man so much. By I miss it. that man so much. You went from hating him to loving him in a day. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't think he would bring that to Bayern. Really? I knew he was I, I could I, I could have told you what he was going to bring to that side. I didn't think he would fill in for Lewandowski the same kind of way. Right, Bro, you have Lewandowski. That's fair. That's fair. And and at the time Lewandowski is like easy top 3 striker. Yeah. So, do we do you think they can bounce back from this? Or do you think yeah. they will bounce back from this? And yeah, we'll get into some of the signings a little bit how, more. Well, we we can talk about the one signing because it's going to impact my next question. Yes. Um, do you th- how much do you think this form is going to affect them when they go to face PSG in the Champions League? That's the main thing. They aren't. I because I don't. It's PSG, think... right? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna double check on that real quick. Yeah, please. Yeah, February 14th, PSG. Yeah. So, so what I weeks. really think what I think that's going to bring for this Bayern side. So, we'll we'll speak about the two transfers that are most notable for the side right now. They picked up Xao Cancelo. Shocking. Before you continue, utterly shocking. Why? I how why? So, yeah, I, I understand why for Bayern. Why for Man City? What the fuck? So, I saw, apparently, Cancelo was unhappy there. I think Crazy. He, 
I think he wasn't happy with the fact that how many how much the players get rotated. Yeah. Um I read something today about the same thing with Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva's been talking about that for seasons now though. I, I know, but it's more yeah. just the fact that it's coming up again. And yeah. I get it. I mean you see Bayern potentially losing Pavard. You see a right back spot that you could take over and solidify. Bro, he's taking that over Pavard. I, I, those those were not mutually exclusive, or those were not like hand in hand. That was, yeah, I, I I know yeah. I know, but but yeah. like he's but, taking like, that he, anyway. He's taking yeah, that if, anyway. If Pavard was on the side, he's taking it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I'm still dumbfounded about the fact that Bayern Munich have Zhao Cancelo on loan with an option to buy. 70 million option to buy. I, I am dumbfounded. Do you think they're going to take that? Yes. I think they're I, stupid if they don't. I agree with you. He's 28. He's a phenomenal right back I, and left back. I think you have Davies and Cancelo. Oh, my God. What, what more can I say? Like, bro, who's stopping that? PSG. I don't even know. Fair. We've never seen. We've never seen. Uh, actually, that Barca side, but like, not really, what? because Marcelo was on Real. So like, people people had that argument a little bit where it was like Alba or uh, Marcelo. Obviously, right, it was so Marcelo. I'm just, I'm just, like, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. If you think, I mean, Jordi Alba's great, and no disrespect to him, but Marcelo Marcelo's different gravy. I mean, Marcelo was. A winger slash striker. It's like comparing with, like with the yeah. skills of an elite left back. It's like comparing uh Patrice Evra to like uh a pacey player during his time that like was really good at defending too. It's like no Patrice Evra is taking that. Sorry, like There's, he was the best at his position. My personal opinion on Marcelo is that he could have played any position on the pitch. Oh, he as 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 a professional, as an elite professional, anywhere across that back line, anywhere in the midfield, anywhere besides besides goalie, he would have been a pro anything. And he could have probably been a goalie like this man was just built different. Yeah. But back in Byron. Yeah. Byron. Speaking of goalies, low key, perfect transition. We also signed. I hated it. I hated it. You You think that's a bad sign? No. No, it's a phenomenal signing, but do you know why I, think I hated it? it's an amazing signing. Do you know why I, think I hated it? Just, it? Yeah, Hear it just feeds Bayern. It, 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 does. it does the typical Bundesliga feeding. Yes, and that's what I hate about the Bundesliga. I that completely agree. Anytime Bayern has any issues, they just go after another Bundesliga team and take one of their best players. Yep. I don't agree with that. I don't like that. I it, It's unfortunate. Because it, it, as a Bayern it makes fan, it so the rest of the I teams just, can't can't catch you. There's no reason to like even watch league play anymore. This is the first season in the past decade where they've actually been in some competition for the title, and even longer than a decade. Like the fact that the, that's even the conversation is yeah. dumbfounding. Like, why is that the situation? The fact that one team is able to dominate a league for, I'm pretty sure, close to 17 years right now. I don't think that's the exact, but like... Well, they've won like nine in a row or ten in a row. Ten in a row. And then like for five years before that, they were really dominant, but like it was just on and off. So it was like, bro, you literally have been in the Champions League and been running this shit for like... 15 years like why are you like it it, i understand like they have the money they can do it in terms of european competition and such so i'm not saying oh yeah just give it all away but i also don't like the transfer for summer i do but i don't i don't like it for him because what he's going to be a starter for six months exactly and then go to the bench once Neuer's back he's gone so uh, unfortunate, but, but back but into it real quick. Before that's we where move I want to 
touch upon real quick. Okay. Summer would be able to take that spot if Neuer really doesn't come back the same. Because potentially. Like diving is a massive part of being a goalkeeper. He's really big on using his feet. A broken foot this late in his career. Broken He's leg. A, yeah, it was a shit, yeah. Like that's the main thing though. Like with Neuer, like He's a sweeper keeper. His style requires movement. If he doesn't have that, there's a lot of issues. That's fair. So we need to see where he comes back from the injury. I think the signings right now, perfect for the side. I really think that they're in a great position to take on PSG. I wish Mane was, of course, in the side because then I actually think they would have like a full fighting chance. But hopefully Moting shows off scores a brace fuck it <laughs> cool cool we're, we're gonna move on to what's next a topic i think we've talked about this multiple times over the last couple years honestly. because like it, it's but, similar to a chelsea situation just is it though just without any money and with less brains i don't think it's similar to a chelsea situation i I think it's more akin to the situation in American football where Jason Garrett held his job with the Dallas Cowboys for too long. <laughs> um, Juventus need to get rid of Allegri. They just do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they needed to keep him for financial reasons or whatever, but they just got docked 15 points for financial issues, and yeah. they just transferred out one of their best midfielders to major league soccer. And it's on um, loan. Like, they got rid of Weston McKinney to Leeds on loan, but it's like... Option to buy. Yeah, with that option to buy, I definitely see Weston McKinney being like, why'd they try to get rid of me in the first place? Like, I, I would think definitely... he... I mean, they tried to get rid of him because I think they're hoping to get the money for him. Obviously. Yeah, but I, I just think it's time. But, I mean, yeah, get rid of the coach, change your style of play, get more modern, and move on yeah you literally just sold away your best midfielder yes and i'm saying that yes even no no no. i just i just i just need to point out that carl said that same statement before we recorded yeah and i looked at him and i was like are you are you forgetting somebody and he went oh yeah tonali and i was like he 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 plays for ac milan and so, bro, I remember Carl's that idiot. transfer saga a little while ago. I, I've been having brain farts today, bro. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, is, is he on? Because who'd he play for? Like Sampdoria? Yeah, Sampdoria. And then he went to AC, but it was between AC and Juve. And he said yeah. Juve at first and then signed with AC. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, very high key. We don't talk about this enough. Um, I think the Serie A is long over. Oh, yeah. 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 Just. So if we're talking about, like, best sides in the world right now. Napoli. Napoli. Arsenal. And Arsenal. Yep. Weirdest things to come out of my mouth. You want to hear some crazy kind of just like footy gods craziness thing? What? So I don't know. The if last, I do, but so the last sucks. time Napoli won the league was like thirty something years ago with Maradona. Wait, I was about to say was it with Maradona? <laughs> the last time Argentina won the World Cup was like 30-something years ago with Maradona. They both might accomplish those feats in the same year. Well, not same year, same season. A little over a year after Maradona passed. Yeah, we do it for Maradona out here. Yeah. Next year's going to be Pelis. Yeah. Rip. Yeah, Rip Pele. Rip Maradona. Yep. And Rip Juve. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very, Uh, very, very high key. Um, 
Allegri's got to go. I don't really think we need to yeah, dwell no. on that much more. He's he's just got to get the hell out of there. They just got to get rid of him. I mean, with it's 15 just, points being docked, yeah, like their play was start all over. right. Scrap it and yeah. start over. Like it, it's just that time. Like the, yep. there's no point. Sell Vlahovic, sell everybody, scrap it, start over, get your money, and work your way back up. Because, bro, you can do it. You you have enough money to do it if you sell people off. I mean, they have to manage their money properly. That's why they lost 15 points. (laughs) (laughs) They, like, inflated salaries and, like, inflated earnings. Like, they... they, That was the main thing. They fucked up. But let's, let's move on. It's deadline day. I can't remember a January deadline day. Like this one? Where my phone blew the fuck up with important things. Dude, Fabrizio was popping off. Bro, literally this entire day, my phone was blowing the fuck up, all with good transfers, though. Like, I can't really say any, like, notably bad transfer that I saw today where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really see why they made that signing. Yeah. So some of the news that happened today, obviously, as we've talked about, Enzo Fernandez to Chelsea. Yes. Um. And because they purchased Enzo Fernandez, it paved the way for Chelsea's retirement home to make a purchase. And I know Arsenal is like very excellent this season, but they just have a history of taking old Chelsea players. They always do. Willian, Petr Cech, now Jorginho. Like, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Hakim Ziyech was Hakim Ziyech almost so he got the here we go from from Fabrizio Romano that he was going to PSG and then they literally didn't get the paperwork done in time yeah they sent uh the medicals back over and weren't able to clear it within a certain amount of time so the transfer wasn't completed yep yep Hakim Ziyech is still a Chelsea Chelsea player I do not see him touching the pitch, though, which is stupid. He, he's yep. such a quality player. Um, Tottenham Hotspur finally got their right back in Pedro Porro, who they've been yes. linked with all freaking all freaking window. So that's huge. Yes. When we look um, at Manchester United. Um, do you want to know? Do you want to know what we we didn't mention during any of this? Even talking about transfers last week. Oh. Milan Skriniar. That actually got, didn't that get, here we go, like two days ago? So he signed the contract for a free transfer Yeah, a couple days ago. And up until today, it seemed pretty likely that he was going to end up at PSG this January. And then that deal collapsed today. Yes. So. Yes. Sorry, PSG. Fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> I just find it interesting like it seems like Inter didn't want to accept the amount of money that PSG were offering. Yeah. If I'm in Inter's position, I know that my player has just signed with this club for a summer transfer. Mm-hmm. I would accept anything. Yeah, pretty much. Like I think it was 20 million that they were offering. Take that. Instead of a free, yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to the Wijnaldum situation where it was like, oh, yeah, you can get rid of him for, like, decent money instead of just letting him, like, go away yep. on a free. Yep. What are your thoughts on your new signing? So that's what I want to get into. Uh, Manchester United no longer have Ericsson for a few months. And so as our direct replacement, we sign Marco Sabitza. Marcel. Marcel? I thought it was Marco. Marcel? Marcel. Sure. Sabitza how, how, is... How are you going to get a player's name wrong that just transferred from Bro, one of your favorite Austrian. teams to your other? Why it, would his name be Marco? I don't fucking know. Think about that. Why not? I, don't, I feel like that's not an Austrian name. 
Marco Royce, German player, literally German, German, <laughs> Germany and Austria are both Germanic countries. Bite me, bitch. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, Sabitza is directly in that midfield now, um, yep. right next to Bruno Fernandes and right next to Casemiro. I think that's a beautiful signing. Um, I, at first, I was a little bit hesitant, but then I remembered Casemiro is the best CDM in the world right now, and I gained confidence again because fucking even Christian Eriksen looks like he plays defense. <laughs> we're, we're, we haven't mentioned... Potentially my favorite player of all time getting transferred in this window on this day. Uh, yeah, but it was to like fucking a random team, but we'll, we'll definitely. It was, not, it was to Nottingham it. Forest. Yeah, a random team who just decided to ball out last. <laughs> in, can, we, uh, can we just talk about real quick how excellent this man's career has been? And I'm talking about Kaylor Navis. And how yeah. dirty he has been done by all of the major clubs he has played for. All right, yeah, let's actually take like two seconds. Like, like very ass. high key. He was disrespected Real by Madrid Real Madrid. Literally said, fuck you. I mean, look, look, Thibaut Courtois was an excellent signing as a goalkeeper. When you but have the like, option to sign Courtois in that situation, you sign him, though. So yes. I definitely understand that, but you don't. Like, do Navas like that. Yes. After what he did for you with the Champions League all those years. And then... Yes. Same thing at PSG. You have a chance to get Donnarumma for free, you take it. But I, I just... I feel so bad for Kaylor Navas because... You don't do Navas dirty in that situation either because, like, Donnarumma... He's just like, been stunned so dirty. I, he's I going over man. to Forest right now. I, I genuinely think it's... He's going to ball the fuck out. Oh, 100%, without a doubt. But I think this is starting to become the end. Of... Oh, I think I, I, I think the Donnarumma signing was already becoming the end. I mean, he's not... Oh, no, what... no, no, no. He, he already lost a little bit of a step from yeah. what he had. He's not but what like... he once was, but he's still an excellent goalkeeper. Exactly. And he's going to improve this Nottingham Forest side. Oh, even and, just because, like, he exists on the side. Like, yeah. straight up, he just brings that sort of status. I I love Kaylor Navas. I mean, I I say it quite often on this show that he he was not necessarily an inspiration, but kind of an inspiration because a good probably 40 to 50% of the goalkeeping drills that I did when I was training to be a goalkeeper before I dropped footy to go dive in college was based on his training. My goalie coach and I, Caesar, who's been on the show before, would literally sit down and watch videos of Navas's training. And Caesar would be like, I'm doing that with you. You know the video of um, Navas's goalie coach whipping forehands at him with a tennis racket? <laughs> Caesar hit forehands at me. That shit hurted. It hurted it. It hurted it, but it got me better. And his his training, his speed, that little thing. I'm not sure if you noticed this. A lot of goalkeepers do it too, but I picked it up from him. When he dives, you know how a lot of goalkeepers dive and to, to change directions, they stand up and shift directions. Yeah. Kaylor Navas dives, swivels on his ass plants his feet on the ground on the other way and dives immediately. It is so much freaking faster. And I picked that up directly from him. And it allowed me to like, let's say save a penalty and turn around immediately and save the rebound. Damn. I mean, he is, I can't say my homie cause I've never met him, but he, I played goalkeeper as similar to him as I could. Fair. I was nowhere near. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're not novice, but all right. So 
away from Navas, back to transfers. Fuck Liverpool. They still only signed Gapo. Fuck your damn clock. I'm leaving that in this week. I mean, I just I hate that thing. Um, you need we I need to build like, your computer so you can get Nvidia broadcast so you can get rid of that thing. Bro, I just need to build a flamethrower for that fucking clock. That's it. Can I hit it with a hammer? Uh, eventually. All right, I'm I'm scrolling down here. We never mentioned, however long ago, that Memphis Depay went to Atletico. Good signing for them. That wasn't a, a deadline day deal. Um, I don't think we talked about Mateus Cunha going to Wolves. No, Shockingly, um, he's Brazilian and he's not Portuguese. And Wolves signed a player that wasn't Portuguese. <laughs> um, but but it, he speaks Portuguese. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's Brazilian. Yeah, I know. That's the point. <laughs> Uh, we mentioned Malo Custo. Oh, Vitinha, who literally, he went to PSG like last summer, just got sold to Marseille. I, I, think, I think that's kind of going to be commonplace for some young players who are trying to go to PSG. It's just so hard to get into that side. You're, you're literally there to bring hype around your name, and then you can go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We talked about Anthony Gordon. Yeah, we talked about Gordon. We talked about Aings. Oh, Lukonga. He went to Crystal Palace from Arsenal. That, that's actually a really good signing for Palace. That is a good for signing those, for Palace. Yeah, great central midfielder for them. Um, Bellerin to Sporting. We talked about yep. Wegwurst already. Um, that was a little while ago. Yep. I didn't see this, actually. Fabio Silva. On yes. loan to PSV. Yes. I think that's great for his career. I do too. He changed his loan, right? He was somewhere else. Yes. Because he hasn't been playing for Wolves. He's still a Wolves player, but he's somewhere yes. else now. Um, yes. so and then we have the next... every single Chelsea transfer, like yeah. Fafana. Fucking so Fafana the, next thing, the next thing I want to talk about, <laughs> and this will be the last thing. It's not a transfer. What? No, fuck you. I have all of the power here. I can end this whenever I want. Bro, Um, I'm having fun. Fuck you. Keep it going. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Jackass. So, like, (laughs) how do you think the Brighton locker room is going to be with Moises Caicedo after this window? After he publicly said he wanted to leave? After he skipped training after they held him out of a match. What happens next? I think it gets moved in the summer. Um, oh, 100%. I, no, yeah, no, I just mean doubt. for the rest of the season. So I know, what I, I know, is, I know. What I mean is Brighton have been I, I, playing so, so well. Yeah. Does this impact their play? slightly but i don't think it's going to be as drastic as people think i think like for one or two weeks like it's going to be like a little bit but i don't think you realize how like integrated this brighton side is and how invested they seem to be as a like total unit like even if one piece seems to flounder a little bit i feel like they'll just fill it in or and or just like even use him sometimes and still find good results. Like, I still think he's going to try to keep his value up. I don't think he's going to next question. Yes. If he doesn't continue to play at the level that he played. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. Does he get, does he get labeled as a player that has an attitude problem? And then does it hurt his transfer status for the summer? You just spoke exactly what's going to happen if his form drops. Yep. So you just brought up a perfect point, and that's exactly where I wanted to sort of go with this as well. If he doesn't keep his form up, the narrative about him shifts entirely. Yep. A hundred percent. Once your narrative shifts, even getting the fucking contract that you want may not even be possible. Yep. You. He is not a Paul Pogba when Paul Pogba was on Juve. He is not 
Like he's just not in the same realm as some of these other players who have done egregious things and like directly been like, I want out of this situation. He's just not there and he did it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, and Brighton's playing good this season, but that may be the reason why a lot of top clubs don't go for him anymore. I don't know if Arsenal is really going to like go after him the same way anymore. Oh, I think they will. I think they should. So I think they're going to go after him the same way, but if this is all hypothetical, but I think they're going to offer less money. And I think Brighton are going to start to understand that if he has an attitude problem. Yeah. So my thought is the attitude problem is going to be with Brighton. Yeah, obviously. So my thought is, and if I'm Arsenal, I would think this way too. If he develops the, the stigma that he has an attitude problem and it lowers his transfer value. You fucking sign him. You sign him because then he will be happy. Yeah, because that's what he was saying. He was saying, I will be happy at Arsenal. Like, it yes. wasn't blatantly out of his mouth, word for yep. word that, but it was close mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you are Arsenal, you buy on the low in this situation when a player is very seeming to like your side. This in hypothetical the first place. situation. Yes, this hypothetical. Buy him on the low if he starts playing bad, just yep. because you know you can. Like, it's not going to be a crazy purchase yep. at the end of the day, and he's going to impact that midfield drastically. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. But this, as a deadline day, did not Dude. expect it to be exciting at all. Dude, I was Damn. at the gym. And I literally, it was like Enzo. And then it was like somebody else. And then it was like somebody else. And then it was like somebody else. Bro, literally, I saw all, every single moment of the Cancelo saga, like, happen before my eyes. It happened <laughs> I was in, just like, like, 25 minutes on Fabrizio's account. That's what I'm talking about. I was checking Instagram. I see, like, oh, yeah, Jao Cancelo about to go to Bayern. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Here we go. Jao Cancelo to Bayern. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, this January deadline day was on par with some summer window deadline days. It was actually absolutely incredible. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we got for this week, though. Um, We're going to be back next week with more Prem stuff and everything else. But thanks for tuning in. Carl, you're a dumbass. Bro, we'll have Champions League, maybe. Hey, nah, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, but we'll have peace. shit to talk about, so peace. <laughs>